This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. No doubt connectivity is a must in Westminster, and it certainly helped us to get this episode created and distributed to you listening right now. BT already connects more than 1 million businesses and public sector organisations, offering secure and reliable connectivity. Nearly three quarters of people running a business or side hustle feel they couldn't do so without reliable broadband and mobile connectivity. That's why having connectivity you can count on is a must for business, whether it be facilitating multiple devices being connected at once or making team calls or guest Wi-Fi access for customers. BT's connectivity helps keep you and your customers happy. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. Ho, 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 and welcome to the hugely popular, if not yet award-winning, Red Box Podcast Quiz of the Year. I'm Matt Jolly here with a box of crackers, my own homemade mince pies, and the cream of the Westminster elite, or at least the ones who are available when we could book the studio. This is part one of our quiz, and over the next two episodes, we'll test the wits of Times journalists, columnists, and politicians to see who has been paying most attention this year. On the MPs team, Conservative MP Anna Subri and Labour's Connor McGinn. Now, although they both come from different parties, they have a lot in common. They both hate Brexit almost as much as they hate the leader of their own party. <laughs> On the columnist team, Daniel Finkelstein and Hugo Rifkin. Frankly, nothing captures the spirit of the anti-establishment mood more than having one <laughs> Tory peer and uh, son of a former Tory MP. And finally, on the journalist team, the undefeated champion for the last two years, sketch writer and diary editor Patrick Kidd, who this year is joined by Red Box reporter Esther Webber, who takes the place of Patrick's usual teammate, Lucy Fisher, who decided this year that nothing much was happening in politics and left Westminster to become the Times' defence correspondent. The only way this podcast could irritate more the listener who described us this year is Ramona FM, as if Peter Mandelson was playing Ode to Joy on the flute, backed up by the Brussels Philharmonic. Welcome to you all. This is very exciting. Now, uh, 2018 was another bumper year for anyone who believes we are going to hell in a handcart. Theresa May began the year insisting Brexit means Brexit, and we end it unsure even if it means that. Prominent leaders like Boris Johnson and David Davis left, along with less prominent ones like someone called Chris Green, who may or may not actually exist. Donald Trump visited and said Britain was in turmoil, which is a bit like Chris Grayling telling you, I'm not sure you've handled that very well. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn kept telling the Tories to step aside and let Labour have a go, as if Brexit was like trying to open a tricky jar of pickled eggs. The Labour leader's main contribution to the gate of the nation was organising a music festival in his own honour, while denying he'd become a cult. Uh, that's with an L. Uh, Vince Cable gave us his exotic specimen and the longest tantric resignation in history. And Nigel Farage quit UKIP after finding out it was a bit racist. Who knew? Uh, we still don't know what Brexit means, but we do know by now that whatever happens, we are all probably totally fucked. Right, <laughs> before we make a start, let's pull our crackers. Uh, and in, but instead of doing the jokes, I want to hear your uh, highlights of the political year. Complicated crossing of arms. Oh, there we are. It's never going to work. We're doing it, we're doing it. All right, on the count of three. Oh, no, 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 no. One, two, three. Hey! Oh, oh you... 
It won't win me, my dear friend Dominic Grieve. It had to be the most peculiar of moments when he said to the House he was going to push his amendment to the vote. At famous, meaningful, meaningless, God knows we can't remember any of it, but it was important and he pushed it to the vote, but didn't vote for it himself. That was quite a moment. <laughs> Even though I absolutely love him to bits and I think he's an absolute legend and undoubtedly one of the bravest, most brilliant people in Parliament. Connor, what about you? I mean, look, for me, it had to be the moment when Danny Dyer, who'd have thought it, spoke for the entire nation <laughs> in June when he called our beloved erstwhile Prime Minister a twat. And at that moment, I never thought I'd say it, Shocking. but I was just so glad that we have a hereditary monarchy in this country. Otherwise, it would have been Danny for president, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Esther? Uh, it won't surprise uh, you to learn that mine's a highlight from the House of Lords, which uh, has to be the moment when uh, Lord Keane from the dispatch box knocked over his water glass and couldn't help saying arse loudly <laughs> in the manner of uh, Father Ted. <laughs> Patrick. Methinks I see a noble and puissant nation. <laughs> yes, it's Geoffrey um, Cox who was brought in as the uh, the warm-up act for the Prime Minister. We were all very excited. We were told there's going to be a special guest warm-up act, and out came the Attorney General, who I think, Matt, uh, until that point, you were the only person who'd ever spoken to him. And yet he gave this wonderful, rich, treacly address. And it was glorious. Methinks puissant, mewing. No one said mewing at Tory conference for many years. And at the end of it, I, I was writing the sketch, and I thought about doing the entire sketch on him, and then just putting, he was followed by another member of the government. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the news desk said I really ought to write about Theresa May. Hugo. I liked it when Dominic Raab remembered that Great Britain, well, Britain was an island. It's quite thought, close to France, it turns yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause I mean, I, I I'd forgotten as well. And it was, um, it was really heartening to be reminded of that. And the fact that stuff that when you're on an island, stuff has to come in by boats. I thought that was just a really <laughs> valuable, useful <laughs> contribution to the Brexit debate that thus far I've been lacking. So that was the point I realised it was all going to be all right. It was man. all going to go fine. Yeah. yeah, he was even more shocked when he found out he was Brexit secretary. <laughs> uh, Danny. You know, didn't have to cope with that. I think it was quite, was quite similar. It's when David Davis said that we would have no deal and then negotiate one during the transition. And until that point, I thought we actually had to have a deal before we had a transition. I didn't realise I was wrong. And then Jeremy Corbyn confirmed that David Davis was correct and so has uh, Esther McVeigh. So I've clearly not understood anything. <laughs> <laughs> or yes. There's definitely no way that the people closest to it do understand that. No, because he was like Brexit secretary, yeah, exactly. so obviously he must know. <laughs> he must be completely right. Right, um, let's uh, crack on with what we're actually here for, the actual quiz. Uh, anyone trying to make a serious political point will have points deducted. Bad jokes and top gossip are greatly encouraged. Uh, we begin at the beginning, and Theresa May found herself at the beginning of the year in such a strong position, if you remember, she decided to embark on a reshuffle, but it didn't go brilliantly well. You don't need the fingers on buzzers yet. So you've got two questions each. So we'll start with the MPs. How long was Chris Grayling Tory party chairman for? Ooh, about um, two minutes, I think it was. Was it? Oh, they tweeted and then they... They tweeted it and then they, they deleted the it back. and then they realised like they... A bit like when the train flashes yes, off, being on <laughs> time and then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. it's cancelled. And it was quite a bonkery, stupid Right, will you go for it? What, 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 what is it to the closest minute? We're looking for seconds. How many it seconds? Was second, was something, it was, oh, was it 30 seconds? 
I'll tell you what, that's close enough. 27. 27 is the answer I've got. Well, well done. Well, I'll let you have a point It wasn't your question. Uh, secondly, um, a, a Labour front bench reshuffle story. Which Labour front bench quit after throwing a bucket of water at a Times supporter and shouting, I should have come down here with a bat and smashed your face in? Happy Christmas. <laughs> she was a bit I mean, we've all thought it at various points, but <laughs> none of us, have, or very few of us, have actually said it. That was Kit Osmore. Kate Osmore. Very good. Two points. Well done. Right, the columnist now. Uh, which job did Justin Greening turn down? Yeah. Can I just, before we do that, yeah. can I just point out that Lord Finkelstein is the only person around this table not wearing a crown? And I wondered if that's because uh, he's got his own. Or you. That's true. I'm going to put my <laughs> Father Christmas hat on. If we uh, have to wear the I wonder if, if you had your own crown and wearing the wrong one, we might There wasn't the coronet in the crown. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Right, there we go. You've bought yourself a bit more time. Wh yeah. Which job did Justin Greening turn down in the reshuffle? Oh, we know. In January. We know. Well, well, we hang know, on. No, we know. It's all for us. It's for us. It's for us. It's for us. It's Oh yeah. God, oh, it's all education secretary. Um, she was offered. No, I'm going to open it up. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, it's, it's nearly that. It's nearly that. International aid. No, Brexit. Brexit. No, no. I thought Anna was there. For DWP. DWP is the correct answer. The next point. DWP. The MPs. Secondly, who became the first Labour MP to have been sacked from the Labour front bench by both Ed Miliband and Jeremy Corbyn? Yes. There's a Labour front bench who was sacked by Corbyn, having previously mm. been sacked by Ed Miliband. Give us a clue. Uh, David Abraham. Hovering. Known by his colleagues as the vegan serial killer. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. No, we know. Anna, go on. You said. Chris Williamson. Chris Williamson. Otherwise, uh, because he's a vegan, and according to some people, looks like a serial killer. Why was he sacked? Because um, he's a twat. Something to do with can, get, can we get a bonus one for that? Doesn't normally if seem you really to matter. want to. Um, go on. It was that he uh, said that the housing, house, the band, council tax ban should increase dramatically. Rich who people. Knew, who knew that was what would get you the sack from Corbyn's front bench? Uh, oh, you can have a bonus point for that. Okay. Being geeks. Um, and for, like the journalists, then after January's reshuffle, which minister posted a picture of themselves online wearing an apron with their job title on it, clutching a knife to chop a parsnip at 10 p.m. Andrea Andrea Ledson is correct. And finally, in the interest of um, impartiality and fairness, which Lib Dem MP quit the party after being shocked to discover that they don't really like Brexit? Oh, uh, Stephen Lloyd. Stephen Lloyd is the correct yeah. answer. Well done. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very good. Well, after that... Uh, we gave him a head start. The reporters yeah. have got two, the columnists don't have any, and the MPs have got five. Can you, can you stick to calling the reporters reporters rather than journalists? Because I, for one, am finding that a bit offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Very good. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, as um, very much the, the woman, the woman of the year, the woman of the year. There's a whole round now on Theresa May. Nice and easy. She's got three questions each this time. So let's start with the reporters this time, as we're calling them. What did Theresa May say she was proud to have put up, showing she was doing her bit to go green? It was when there was a week when she was being all green and pro the environment. I remember that there she gave a big speech on the environment at Barnes Wetlands Centre, beautiful oasis, and she gave the speech indoors so that no one could actually see the great outdoors. And they brought a picture of some of the Lake District or something. Yes, exa exactly. Yeah. And, and Michael Gove probably wrote the speech. No, she was asked what she was actually doing to go green, and she said she'd put up a barn owl box. Really? <laughs> uh, okay, what? Made it transport secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, what present did, it, did uh, Emmanuel Macron offer to loan to Theresa May in January? Mona Lisa. <laughs> oh yeah, you can buzz. You can buzz if you know it. Bio tapestry. Bio tapestry. Oh, well, 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 well done, Colin. Sorry, Esther Seven. 
Well, you need to be quicker. Oh, we have to be Come quicker. on. Okay. Time's <laughs> money. Time's <laughs> money. Finally, why were Michelle oh. and Jason Dite surprised to bump into Theresa May this year? Oh, uh, they were on their wedding. Very oh, yes, good. Yes, the wedding, yes. yeah, wedding day. Um, she she photobombed their wedding photo. I was just yeah. showing off. Good. Right, <laughs> colonists then. Colonists, here we go. Theresa May gave Ruth Davidson a copy of her favourite book for her baby. What is it? Oh, As in the book, not the baby. Oh, um... Was it the wind in the willows? It's not the wind in the willows. Anyone else? <laughs> Esther. It was swallows and amethyst. Swallows and amethyst. Ah, correct. God, so it was. Ah. Columnist. So who did Theresa May? Who did Theresa May give a signed box set of Plan Blue Planet Two to in February? Oh, was it? Um, uh, was it Donald Trump? Nope. No. Anyone else? Another world leader. Macron. Nope. Uh, how many more reporters? Merkel? No. Uh, uh, Chinese president. Oh, You're not having an extra point yeah. for that. Uh, last one, columnists. Um, you can just, this is a quote, you can just support a woman doing the best you can. Everyone's politically different and that's okay. Not an easy position. Can you imagine being that? Not easy. Who was offering Theresa May their support? Was it Tony Blair? Not Tony Blair. He said say, something very similar say, to say that. Say it all again. <laughs> you can just support a woman doing the best she can. Everyone's politically <laughs> different, and that's okay. Not an easy position. Can you imagine being that? Not easy. Oh, no, no. Was it Trump? No, no, not it wasn't. Trump. It's an entertainer, yeah, and I've forgotten now which entertainer is. Celebrity. It wasn't. It's, it's a very recent thing as well. It's a recent celebrity. No, it's Jerry Halliwell. I can't believe yeah. you didn't get that done. Yeah, yeah. There we are. Uh, finally, MPs then. Uh, what did Theresa May give up for Lent? Apart from all hope. <laughs> Would it be something like chocolate? No, no, crisps. Crisps is correct. Very good. Salt and vinegar. Yes. <laughs> You're not having extra points for that. Uh, what TV show were Theresa and Philip May seen watching and photos taken at Checkers? And it wasn't Gogglebox. It was something that, oh, she was not strictly, obviously. I mean, celebrities get married. Love Island. No. no. Anyone else? Yeah, I know. She said she enjoyed watching Masterchef. No. Point there, was, there was a pic, but the photo that they, they looked like they'd never sat on chairs before. So I remember the photo. And there was watching. a TV show on in the background. It was a quiz no? show. No. It was a quiz oh, show. Yeah. No, it was um, the one chase. The, the chase. chase. That's correct. Well, there, Ali, you can have a point for that. Oh, and there was even you. a question about her on it. Uh, and finally, uh, where did pointless? Sorry, no, no, there was, was, was a brilliant. Did you get that? And finally, where did Theresa May do her fist bump? Her God. She she did a fist bump. No the main bot was rebooted. Was it when she was doing the dance? That no. Thing and not in Africa. No. Was Africa. it? It's somewhere prominent that had been in the news this year. Oh. Hugo? No, I was going to no. say, I thought it was at a school, but no, it was not a school. It was on it was a, a walkabout. It was on a, a morale boosting walkabout in a town that had been in the news. <laughs> so, so it won't have been in the UK there. Salisbury is the correct uh, answer. Well, then, Esther. Yeah. yeah. Those people yeah. didn't shake hands because you got another truck. Yeah, the good news is, or the Novichok's gone, the bad news is Theresa May is visiting. <laughs> uh, very good. Bring well, after that, it's all going very well. Is it? Is um, it Matt? The reporters have got five. Uh, the MPs have got eight, and the columnists, in keeping with the Christmas tradition, still don't have any. So that's uh, <laughs> that is excellent. Right, the next one. I've got three questions. It's called number. We've got an opinion on all. Yeah, we can analyse the other ones. We just don't know what. Yeah. 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 Point out why other people are doing better than yeah. you. Right, uh, this is called number crunching. So three questions, and the answers are numbers. You can all have a guess, and we'll see who's closest. Do we, so do we buzzer? 
Um, no, we'll go round one by one. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll get to the you, we'll get to YouTube right. bosses, don't worry. So the first one is, when Emily Thornby stood in at PMQs in February, she'd noted that in 100 years there'd been just one Emily elected as an MP, but how many Davids? 100 years. It's a good one. That is good. Anna, how many? That's, Anna and Connor. That's good. Must be. No, I think so. A hundred oh. years. No, no, no. In a hundred years, how many Davids have been elected? Two. Two Davids. No, 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 no. In a hundred no. years. How many elections? I was hundred years. You mean a hundred? Yeah, hundred. Oh, sorry, elect. Oh, shut up, me. I'm thinking five minutes. Just ignore me. How many? Have a guess. Hundred and six. Hundred and six. Hundred and six. Sorry. Esther and Patrick. Higher. Higher, I reckon. Shall we say? Two hundred and seventy. 270. Yeah. There's going to be some difficult maths in a minute. Yeah, Danny and Hugo. 132. 132. Well, the, the correct answer is 155, so even I don't need my maths to say. Well done. Well done, Danny and Hugo. They're, they're off and running. The fight back starts here. Sorry. Right. Um, how much money did Parliament spend on a new portcullis logo this year that looked quite a bit like the old one? Well, let's start with the columnist this time. I think it was about six grand. What? Uh, I would say it would be 20 grand. Okay. No. Can we have 21 grand? 21 grand. <laughs> Patrick and Esther. Well, I went high last time, so. Okay. I'll say 10 grand. 10 grand. 15. The correct answer is 50,000 pounds. 50,000 pounds. Wait, so we're paying 6p extra so, per pint. Yep. So that, that they can put <laughs> 50 grand. <laughs> And finally, a nice right. easy one. Does that mean we, does that mean we that got means it? you've got a point? You've got so, another one. So basically, the columnists are doing well at the answers that are just bullshitting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the stab in the dark. <laughs> the stab in the dark. We're somewhere in the thin air. We get yeah. points for being somewhere in the correct region. Yeah. <laughs> right. Finally, um, MPs got a pay rise this year. How much is their salary now? <laughs> MPs. <laughs> An MP with more balls than me would say not enough. 77 250 or something, isn't it? Yeah, 70. 77. But see, I get my student loan taken out of mine, so I don't. <laughs> mine. It's alright, because Jeremy's going to wipe it all for you soon. 70. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a few exceptions. <laughs> 70. <laughs> 70. I'll go 70. You, what do you think you know? <laughs> 70. 78 <laughs> 1, I would say. 78 1. Patrick and Esther. 77 and a half. Okay. Seventy-seven-five. Right. You. That's what I said. Okay. I think. We, I think it's Well, once again, seventy-seven three hundred and seventy-nine is the right answer. Wow. Which means again, the columnist is the closest. Oh. Well done. It's all happening. Uh, if you like that sort of thing. Yeah. So in total, MPs are on eight, reporters are on five, and columnists are on three. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. Right, the next one. I'm going to give you... In fact, so the columnists are going last, so you can choose group one, two or three. Which question do you want? One, two or three? Two. I, I don't give a shit, Danny. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally um, pick a number. Two, before you... Because in three, you'll have run out of you're questions gonna love this and started you're gonna love this really right, So question two. You've got 30 seconds to name as many of the acts who appeared at Labour Live... This summer. Oh, time starts now. The magic numbers. The magic numbers. The magic numbers is correct. The main acts. What were they called? They had some kind of animal name. It was somebody, something panda or something. Um, something panda. No, no uh, bugger. They could, uh, no, no bugger. They're not on there. Billy was Billy Bragg. Did Billy Bragg? I don't think even Billy Bragg. All the Corbynites kept going on about how famous they were, and they were lying. And you can tell they were lying because I can't remember their bloody name. Animals. They were. It was some kind of animal. Someone. It wasn't. It wasn't Tame Impala, but it was someone like that. No. Oh, time is up. I'm not totally sure. I think the one you're groping towards. How do we? There we are. I think the one you're groping towards is. Clean bandits. Clean bandits. Clean bandits. That's who you were going yes, for. Yes, it's sort of an animal. I mean, there the were bandits. loads. There were loads. You, I'm sure, on the tip of your tongue, Declan McKenna, oh, DVTN. Oh, I do know that. My sons loved it. Feminist jukebox. I know is always on your uh, playlist. Um, DVT. I listened to quite a lot of Declan McKenna actually. There we are. But I just forgot that he was there. Reverend in the Makers. <laughs> so we got magic numbers, were there? <laughs> 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 just just people. Yes. You got one. Is that right, yeah. What's that? Was it Barry Gardner who posed with people he claimed were clean bandits? Yeah, he posed a selfie with clean bandits, and it wasn't a selfie, and it wasn't clean bandits. Although my favourite bit was Kate Ossimore appearing on stage underneath a massive sign with her name on it, and they'd spelt it wrong. <laughs> anyway, right, um, who's in next up? So reporters, you can have one or three. 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 Okay. Uh, you've got 30 seconds to name all of the Tory MPs who resigned from some sort of government job on November the 15th. <laughs> okay. Your time starts now. Shaila Spara. Dominic, Dominic Raab, yep. Esther McVeigh, yep. Suella Fernandez, yep. um, uh, Chris Green. No, he was earlier in the year. If, it, if he exists at all. PPS is, oh gosh. Declan McKenna. I'm a dry warden, I'm a dry warden. I'm a dry warden, yeah. I'm a Tristy. Yep. Maria Corfield? No. She was an earlier one. Yeah. Um... Your time is up, though. You've we've okay. completely missed the, the um, buzzer. We'll put that in later. Amory Trevelyan oh, is the other one. But you one, two, three, four, five, six. You got that time. Uh, well done, uh, the reporter. So, what, what number should we have? You've got number one. <laughs> it's a nice, easy one. This uh, in thirty seconds, MPs. Can you name all of the cabinet ministers who end twenty eighteen still in the same job Theresa May gave them in July twenty sixteen? Grayling. Correct. Javid. Nope. Nope. No. Of course not. No. Um, um, not. Not. Uh, no. 
No. Robert what? Buckland. Mon no. No. Cabinet. Cabinet. Sure. Yeah. Mundell. Yep. Um, not Karen. Alan Kearns. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Go through uh, all the all the high profile <laughs> ones Greg, first. Greg Clark. Greg Clark. Philip Hammond. Yep. Um, uh, done the Welsh, not the Irish. No, not these. We've done Greg Clark. Um, uh, your time. Michael Gove. Your time is up. Hmm. Oh, stop! 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 Gove wasn't there. Oh, there we are, time is up. Mark Gove wasn't in the cabinet the first time, I actually remember, she brought back her old friend later. In fact, back in 2016, he, he did this very quiz, Anna. So, you know, this time next year... Who knows? You could be... We could be in Wouldn't government together. Could <laughs> be in the, the, the National News. So one, two, three, four, five, you got oh. then. Who do we miss? You missed uh, Liam Fox and Baroness Evans. I feel, oh. I feel like we had the hardest question. Well, you did, but you chose you them, so it was entirely <laughs> your own fault. <laughs> right, um, finally, the last round in this half, which is going enormously well, is called They Said What? Uh, you've each got a list of quotes. One of you is going to read them to the other one, and the other one's got to guess. It's that easy. Impressions are in actively encouraged. <coughs> um, who is in last place? Still, still the columnist, so you can go first. Hugo's right. getting upset. I'm very, very upset. No effort. No, he's getting upset. So you've got 30 seconds. Danny, are you reading? Yes. You're going to read the quotes. Uh, Hugo's got to guess them. Or do you want to? I've, I've looked at them now. So you have looked at them now. It makes that's sense that's for you. That's incredibly clever. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Right, your time starts. This isn't going to go well. Now. I enjoy cooking, which has a benefit. You get to eat it as well as make it. <laughs> Theresa May. Yes. Uh, do I have to do them in order? That's correct. Yes, in order, yeah. Uh, you are anticipating my demise a bit soon. Somebody then suffered a demise very soon after. Uh, you can pass. Pass. Okay. Uh, do I say what? Yeah, Sorry. yeah, keep okay. going. Right. Right. Maybe, just maybe, I'm reaching the point of thinking that we should have a second referendum on EU membership. That was Anna the day after the reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pass. I'm sorry. Right. Um, Keep Nigel. going. That was Nigel Farage. Boris Johnson's a friend of mine. He's been very nice to me. Very supportive. Nobody's ever. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No one's. No one can have said that. He has no friends. It's Donald Trump. Donald Trump. That one. Uh, Our country has been through some difficult pressure. moments recently in terms of its unity, and I think sport has the power to do that, and football in particular has the power to do that. I've started, so yeah, you start, so you finish. You can finish it doesn't it. really matter whether you've started or finished. Uh, I think sport has the power to do that, and football in particular has the power to do that. It was a footballer this year. Uh, no, I give up. I think. Don't oh, that, know. That was sorry. Gareth Southgate. So you I'm got sorry, one. Oh, of you got no. one. Well done. Uh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, would have helped you with some impersonation. I thought so. Though. Although I'm not sure I've got the guns. No, so, I think it wouldn't have helped. Uh, so next up, team two, which is the reporters. Here we go. Um, who's going to read and who's going to who's going to do the impressions? Um, I think I'll, sorry, I'll read and okay. I'll contact Okay. Oh, so. Um, your minute starts now. It would be easier to get someone to drink a pint of cold sick than to try to sell this as a success. <sighs> David Davis. No, Tory would be Douglas Ross. Uh, after Theresa May came back with a deal. Okay. Didi and Boris are big hitters. They are the Messi and Ronaldo of the cabinet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, crikey. Steve Baker. Michael Gove. Number three. They didn't vote for breakfast. Everyone said that at some point. <laughs> 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 oh, I have no idea. Philip Hammond. 
Ian Blackford. <laughs> I have never tried to compare myself to any animal or bird or car or whatever sort of comparison people sometimes use. Chris Grayling. Theresa May. Theresa May. There we are. Um, you got off. You only got yeah, a grand total of none at all. Uh, so well done. So finally, who's doing the reading? Who's doing the guessing? We're going to read them all. Yeah, well done. It's all happening. Okay, here we go. Your time starts now. When I go home every night, I put my tracksuit on. I feel very comfortable in it. You can do anything in a tracksuit. You can go out. It's great. Although people around here make me stop going out in it. <laughs> Theresa May. I, I don't know. I know, I know who this is. Who's that? It's Jeremy Corbyn. It's Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, You're not having a, a point, but well done. Jeremy point. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Quickly, come on, your time. This is not brill, but I won't carp about it. I would feel out of place throwing fish and would doubtless flounder. Gove. No. Jacob Mark, wasn't there. We really have quite a lot of naked people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Emily Thornbury. I made her, I can break her. Oh, um, Did he yes. really say that? Yes, he did say that. He literally um, did. Unbelievably. Oh, who, oh. I know who it was and it's just unbelievable, but he did say it. Shall I tell you? It's I, not Rob. No, no, no it's... The um, other one. The other one. Yes, it is. Um, it isn't. Yes, it's no, not. it's not. It's, it's, oh, it's Gavin Williamson. Gavin Williamson. Williamson. Yes. Yes, it is. Right, do the next one. Right, do the next last one. one. Last one. Why there must be something ones? not quite right in your life when. I've <laughs> started so you finished. There must be something not quite right in your life when 45 minutes in a dentist chair having a rather large root canal filling becomes a relaxing lay down and thinking time. <laughs> 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 that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're you yourself. Thank you for choosing that one. On Twitter. Terrific. You're all doing marvellously well. That's the end of part one. It's flown by. The scores at the end of part one are with five points, the columnists, with 11 points, the reporters, and currently in the lead, inexplicably, with 14 points, are the MPs. Do subscribe to the podcast so you pick up the uh, second part of the, I think, so far brilliant quiz when it lands on your iTunes, Acast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. But for now, my thanks to Danny, Hugo, Patrick, Esther, Connor, Anna, and Jack sat next week keeping score. I've been Matt Chorley. Goodbye. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.